Welcome, everyone, to The Daily Slab for Thursday, December 22nd, 2022. I'm Nate, and I'm here with your Sports Card Rundown. If you like this video, please click the like and the subscribe button. Helps us get this video out to more card collectors like yourselves. All right, first up, we have the trender for today, and the trender is Carlos Correa, because he's had a very, very strange contract uh, situation. If you haven't paid attention to the MLB offseason, or if you're not a fan of baseball, you may not have seen this. And that is Carlos Correa, former shortstop for the Astros and then the Twins for a year, signed a 13-year, $350 million deal with the Giants. And then there was no press conference and no press conference. And then there was supposed to be a press conference the other day, and it got pushed back, at which point Carlos Correa and his agent said, nah, we're going elsewhere. And the Mets signed him to a 12-year, $315 million deal. So from 13 and 350 to 12 and 315, because the Giants had medical reasons why they didn't want to sign him or something like that. They wanted to re-engage in contract talks. Well, it didn't happen. The Mets swooped in and signed him. And it's one of those situations where news is news, right? Good news, bad news. Signing a deal with the Giants, good news. Not signing a deal with the Giants, maybe bad news for Giants fans, but good news because it keeps his name in the in the media, and then he signs with the Mets, which further extends people seeing his name, and that is good for his card market. You got the his 2013 Bowman Chrome Refractor Auto BGS 9.5 that has increased 52% in the last month, and you have his Topps Chrome Update PSA 9 that you can see that has increased 125% in the last three weeks. And so while maybe Giants fans are disappointed and Twins fans are disappointed, Collectors of Carlos Correa, definitely not disappointed. Big, big news getting his name out there consistently and then getting him onto a Mets team who's very good. And we'll see what he can do there. Probably not playing shortstop because Francisco Lindor is there, but he might just become one of the best third basemen in the league. All right, let's move on to who's hot and who's hot is the New York Knicks. They have won eight games in a row. Yeah, the New York Knicks have won eight games in a row. I know it's crazy. And they are now 18 and 13, sixth place in the East, five games over 500. Um, for the Knicks, that's pretty stinking good. So shout out to them. In their last eight games, you can see this tweet from NBA Central. RJ Barrett, 21.8 points a game, six rebounds, and two and a half assists. Julius Randle, 25.3 points a game, 11.5 rebounds, and 4.1 assists per game. And then you got Jalen Brunson with 20.4 points per game. 5.6 assists, and he's shooting 49% from three in those eight games. Really, really incredible stretch of games for them. And I'd say the most interesting player from a card perspective here is R.J. Barrett, the former top pick for the Knicks, number three overall, I believe, a couple of years ago, 2019. Well, you would expect a hot stretch like this where he's averaging 21 points to have, kind of have his prices go up. I went and looked at some cards, looked at a lot of cards, and what was interesting to me was that his Prism Blue Yellow Green from Choice PSA 10 sold for $338 the first sale in 2022 that it sold, which was on February 14th, 2022. $338. The last sale during his hot stretch here, December 20th, it sold for $147. So even this hot stretch is not propping up rj barrett's market so we'll see if he can keep it going into 2023 but for right now it's kind of a nice 
eight game stretch, but hasn't done much for the card market for these players. And lastly, we have a post of the day, but the post is not coming from Slab Stocks Instagram. It is coming from a Twitter post from Fast Break Breakfast. And you can see it here. All it says is lol. And then it gives you a bunch of stats from Basketball Reference. And so here we are. I'm going to read these off to you. Per 100 possessions, the two players, Rudy Gobert and Walker Kessler, in the year 2022-2023 season, Rudy Gobert is averaging a 130 offensive rating and a 109 defensive rating. Walker Kessler, a 140 offensive rating and a 110 defensive rating. Significantly better on offense, just slightly one point worse on defense. And you've got their shooting percentages. Walker Kessler is averaging two less shots a game, but is has a higher field goal percentage at 70, 75% compared to Rudy's 65%. They Walker is also averaging. Rudy's supposed to be amazing at blocks, and he averages 1.9 per 100 possessions. Walker Kessler is averaging 5.1. Um, advanced stats, PER, 20.0 for Rudy, 20.7 for Walker Kessler. And, of course, Walker is a part-time player, but the Jazz may have just traded away Rudy Gobert and got Rudy Gobert back in his place and gotten first-round picks for it. It's pretty incredible. So I went and looked. Jazz are 18 and 16, right? The Timberwolves are 16 and 15. So that's kind of a slap in the face that the Jazz are, at least for right now, a game better than the Timberwolves. What else is a slap in the face is that the Timberwolves have won three straight games. Why is that important? Rudy Gobert hasn't played in any of them. They lost the last game he played. He sat out the last three games with Naz Reed being their starter at center now. And they've won three straight games. Now, is it the best teams in the world that they've been playing? Chicago Bulls, Oklahoma City Thunder? No, no, it is not. But they are winning without Rudy Gobert. So it's just kind of like a win-win-win for the Jazz here and a loss-loss-loss for the T-Wolves. What's interesting is I went and looked at their prices, and I was saying, wow, you know, Walker Kessler going to be the next Rudy Gobert or already is kind of the next Rudy Gobert. I wonder what their price comparisons are. I was expecting Rudy to be significantly more expensive than Walker Kessler. Turns out that's not the case. So I went and looked up the most expensive Walker Kessler card to have sold so far, and it was a one-of-one collegiate patch auto that sold for $400 on the 30th of October. Again, collegiate. Meh, one of one, yeah, collegiate though, meh. We'll have to wait to see what he get, you know, what his prism prices, optic prices are probably next season. Well, you go to Rudy Gobert, and on the 29th, a day earlier than this, a immaculate acetate rookie patch auto out of 27 sold for $350. Yes, it's not a one of one like the Walker Kessler, but it is extremely nice. It's immaculate, it's rookie, it's not collegiate. And it sold for $50 less than Walker Kessler's one of one. Also, you could have bought in a Rudy Gobert 2013 NT RPA out of 25 BGS 8.5 on the 17th of December for $490, just $90 more than the most expensive Walker Kessler card, which just goes to show me that the price difference isn't that drastic, which means people are probably valuing Rudy Gobert exactly how the Jazz valued Rudy Gobert, thinking that he was probably replaceable. And that is a wrap for Thursday's Daily Slab. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow on Friday for the last Daily Slab before Christmas. See you, everyone.